Good morning. Let's have a prophecy update where we try to show you how the news in the world corroborates centuries-old prophecies that you read in your Bible. The existence of Israel as a nation in her ancient homeland is by itself the greatest single fulfillment of Bible prophecy in the last 100 years. And make no mistake about it, it is a fulfillment of prophecy. But not just the existence of Israel is prophetic. We're also told that in the last days, all the nations of the world will find uh, Israel to be a source of incredible trouble for them, and they will distance themselves from her. Zechariah 12, 2 and 3 says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. Add to that that the Bible warns nations that their own individual destinies are decided by their relationship to the nation of Israel. Speaking to Abraham in the book of Genesis regarding his descendants, God said this, I will bless those who bless you, and he meant his descendants, the nation of Israel, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed." It is therefore of incredible significance that U.S.-Israeli relations are at an all-time low. In a September 4 blog post, columnist Joel Rosenberg wrote the following. He said, in recent days, anyone watching U.S.-Israel relations has seen a very troubling development. The already serious rift between the current White House and Israel is growing. The relationship between President Obama and Prime Minister Netanyahu has been strained for nearly four years. But as the threat of war between Israel and Iran this fall continues to rise, the Obama administration seems to be intentionally signaling a growing distance from the Netanyahu government. Consider these examples, Rosenberg writes. The White House is downscaling U.S. participation in a long-planned joint military exercise in October. The Obama administration is sending private messages to Iran saying the U.S. won't back an Israeli strike as long as Iran doesn't strike U.S. interests, suggesting that the state of Israel isn't an American interest. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs told reporters in London that the U.S. doesn't want to be complicit in an Israeli first strike. Complicit is a criminal term, implying an Israeli act of self-defense could be illegal, yet America's top military official used the word anyway. These things have caused Iran to boast publicly that the U.S. has abandoned Israel. The ne Democratic National Convention just wrapped up. You know that because you were glued to the screen, I know. They initially stripped their party platform of any pro-Israel language. It was the first time uh, since anybody could remember that there was no pro-Israel language in their platform. CNN and other news agencies reported that the reason uh, this year's Democratic platform is stripped of certain pro-Israel language is that the DNC is simply following what the Obama administration policy really is. After taking tremendous political heat, they added pro-Israel language to the platform in the middle of the convention, but if you've seen the video of them doing it, they want to add the language, they read the language, then they take an I-nay vote, and three times the nays outweigh the eyes, but they pass it anyway in a shining example of democracy. 
So their policy actually has some pro-Israel language in it now, but their party is decidedly against Israel, as is the president. Jeffrey Goldberg of Atlantic Mobile posted a story titled, Intelligence Committee Chair Describes Explosive Confrontation Between Netanyahu and the American Ambassador. And rather than read the whole thing to you, I'll just say that it turned into a shouting match. It was very undiplomatic. It's just showing how great the divide is between the United States and the nation of Israel at perhaps the most critical time in the history of the nation of Israel, surrounded by enemies and about to attack Iran uh, unilaterally because not just Israel, but the world cannot afford for Iran to have a nuclear weapon. Now, the existence of Israel and the perplexity of nations in dealing with her, that is a fulfillment of last day's prophecy. Absolutely, 100%. Many prophecies speak of the regathering of Israel in her land after having been scattered for centuries. It's a miraculous event. It's a prophetic event. No one can deny it. We are privileged to see these things unfold just as God said they would. Our primary gaze, though, isn't to the Middle East. It's upward. Jesus promised to return at any moment during this church age to resurrect the believers in Christ who have died and to rapture living believers to be in heaven with him before any part of the great tribulation. I don't know what kind of events we will see before the rapture because I'm expecting the rapture to occur at any moment. I do know we will not be a part of the great tribulation because we have been promised to be kept from that hour of trouble that is coming upon the earth. The only real question is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, you need to get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.